0: Meconium aspiration Meconium is the earliest stool of a newborn. Occasionally, newborns pass meconium during labor or delivery, resulting in meconium-stained amniotic fluid. Meconium aspiration syndrome is the neonatal respiratory distress that occurs in a newborn in the context of meconium-stained amniotic fluid when respiratory symptoms cannot be attributed to another etiology. Spectrum of manifestations associated with meconium aspiration is broad, ranging from mild distress to even severe respiratory failure. More life-threatening conditions have been recognized to also associated with meconium aspiration syndrome, notably persistent in pulmonary hypertension of the newborn and air leak syndromes. Meconium aspiration syndrome is due to the aspiration meconium stained amniotic fluid. Meconium stain amniotic fluid is not is an un, not an uncommon finding and is not always associated with meconium aspiration syndrome. Uterine stress due to hypoxia and infection can cause early fetal meconium passage. Unlike infant stool, meconium is darker and thicker. It is formed through the accumulation of fetal cellular debris, skin, gastrointestinal hair, and secretions. Aspiration of these materials causes airway obstruction, triggers inflammatory changes, and, a- and inactivates surfactant. Through these mechanisms, the neonate develops respiratory distress. Pathophysiology. The pathophysiology of meconium aspiration syndrome is not completely understood. However, five important processes have been described. Meconium passage, aspiration, airway obstruction, inflammation, and surface inactivation. Meconium passage. Usually, fecal defecation have rarely happens between 20 in 34 weeks of gestation. It was noticed that in utero, meconium passage is more common in late-term and post-term babies after 37 weeks of gestation. Several mechanisms have been hypothesized to play a role in the process, including increased peristalsis, anal sphincter relaxation, and changes in vagal and sympathetic tones to the context of fetal distress and hypoxia. Aspiration. During the delivery process, fetal breathing usually leads to amniotic fluid moving in and out of the lungs. When amniotic fluid is stained with the conium, the fetus is at risk for aspiration. This is especially true with hypoxia that can trigger the fetus into gasping, which leads to more amniotic fluid inhalation by the fetal airway. Airway obstruction. As meconium is thick and the fetal airway is small in diameter, the presence of meconium in the airways can cause obstruction. The mechanism is similar to a foreign body body aspiration. The meconium plug can cause complete obstruction, leading to lung collapse, collapse distally as well as atelactasis. When partial obstruction occurs, it causes a ball wave effect with increased air trapping, thus increasing the risk of air leak syndromes, notably pneumothorax recent data suggests that airway obstruction does not always happen in the context of meconium surfactant or meconium stained amniotic fluid and that obstruction alone does not completely explain meconium aspiration syndrome inflammation Inflammation plays an important role in the pathogenesis of meconium aspiration syndrome. Material that constitutes meconium has been shown to trigger inflammatory responses that further contribute to the development of respiratory distress in meconium aspiration syndrome. Airway inflammation results in the form of a chemical pneumonitis, surfactant inactivation. Inflammation and hydrolysis that occur Uh, and and activate surfactant. This leads to increased surface tension, poor compliance, and impaired oxygenation, thus further contributing to the respiratory distress seen in meconium aspiration syndrome. All these processes lead to a decrease in alveolar ventilation, causing increased ventilation perfusion mismatch. This is the main cause of hypoxemia in adults with meconium aspiration syndrome. Prolonged hypoxemia will trigger pulmonary vascular constriction, which in turn increases pulmonary vascular resistance. History and physical. Relevant history for meconium aspiration syndrome diagnosis. A late, a term, or post-term newborn. Neonatal respiratory distress not otherwise explained. Meconium stained amniotic fluid. Important findings to note on T physical exam that can be present with meconium aspiration syndrome. Signs of post-maturity. Vernix, peeling skin, long fingernails. Signs of respiratory distress at birth. Bradycardia, hypoxemia, cyanosis, and tachypnea. Birth depression, limp or non-vigorous baby, meconium-stained amniotic fluid, and meconium stain on physical exam. Meconium aspiration syndrome management is mainly supportive, but early identification of support can improve outcomes and decrease mortality and morbidity. This inc- oxygen therapy. Supplemental oxygen is often needed in meconium aspiration syndrome with a goal oxygen saturation greater than 90% to prevent tissue hypoxia and improve uh, oxygenation. Hypoxemia is an important trigger of pulmonary vasoconstriction, which can increase peripheral vascular resistance. Ventilatory support. This is indicated with refractory hypoxemia despite oxygen therapy, carbon dioxide retention, and increased respiratory distress. There are no specific ventilation strategies. Oxygenation monitoring and serial arterial blood gas can help optimize oxygenation and ventilation are key. Differential diagnosis. The differential diagnosis for meconium aspiration syndrome includes the other causes of newborn distress. Respiratory distress syndrome, transit tachypnea for the newborn, sepsis infection or pneumonia, congenital heart disease. Prognosis. Mortality in meconium aspiration syndrome is close to 1.2% based on a large retrospective study in the United States. This is lower than mortality reported in developing countries. The majority of infants will recover with good prognosis.